Actually, You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Doctor, <laughs> see what's going on with my knee and my hip. So it is July as I'm recording this, and I went to the doctor in March. I'd been doing my physical therapy exercises um, consistently, and I'm like, you know, dude, like, it's not getting better. What's going on? And so I was like, okay, fine, I'll go to the doctor. I'll go. Um, and that's when the doctor's like, hey, you know, just take a week off from running and, uh, go to the physical, go to physical therapy and try some new things, like target this area, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So like that was like the beginning of coronavirus. And it's so funny cause I, I know when I went to my doctor, um, she didn't shake my hand. It was the first time that I met her and it was so weird. She was like, well, I'm not going to shake your hand because we're not supposed to be doing that right now. And I didn't have a mask on and we were talking about races and how I had, um, the new, I was running, I was supposed to run the new marathon in Chicago. I think it was in April or end of March. I don't even remember. And she was like, well, we'll see. We'll just see if that race even happens. And in my head, I was like, oh, like these races might not happen that that had not occurred to me. So, right. Like so much has changed over the course of the last, uh, three, four, five months. So much has changed and just how we view the world and like what we do and everything. So that was back in March. And, um, I ended up not going in to see my physical therapist, but we did some online sessions and, um, you know, did the exercises and I've been doing them consistently. I have been lifting consistently. I have been foam rolling. I have been stretching. I have been icing. I have not gone running. I have been doing everything that I am supposed to be doing and it's not getting better. And so now I'm like, okay, you know, I don't know what happened that I was like, I need to go in. I need to go in. We had some stuff with our insurance switching and different things that I kind of was putting it off until I knew like, okay, great. Like we have steady insurance and let me go. Um, cause it's, it's not cheap. It is not cheap. And you just, I just wanted to make sure that everything was good there before I, um, went. So I'm headed there now. I have no idea what's going on. I'm a little afraid about the money, but you know, saying my money affirmations, I will have enough money to take care of myself. And if that means I need to, you know, decrease spending in another area of my life to make sure that I am taking care of my body and making sure that my body is okay, making sure that my body can do the things that I want to do. Um, and yeah, just accepting whatever news I get, um, on things. So I'm going to check back in after the appointment and I'll let you know what's going on, what my future is with running, with my knee, with my hip, with exercise, what will happen. We shall see. So I recorded a little mini segment after my doctor last week that it did not save apparently. So let's recap. So went to the doctor last week. Doc was like, wait, you haven't been running? And I said, no, I haven't. I gave it a shot. 
Um, well, one of the things, I forgot to mention this, one of the things that she told me to do was hop on one foot. And if you hop on one foot and you experience pain, then you know you should not be running, okay? So I was kind of like using that test to decide if I should go run or not. So even though she said, oh, you know, don't run for one week, I was like, well, I'm still kind of experiencing this. I don't want to F this up anymore. I've been running with this pain and kind of ignoring it for so long that I don't want to push myself to do something that I don't actually need to be doing. That I, you know, I don't want to, I just don't want to mess it up again. So I hadn't run for several weeks and then tried running. I think I made a few episodes about me easing my way back into running and I was doing um, one minute run, one minute walk, um, just for a mile. It, and I had gone from, I think I had done, I mean, I was training for a marathon and I think I had gotten up to mile 15 or mile 18. I don't remember what I had gotten up to, but I was up there in January and February um, and March and then went down to nothing and then back up to like one mile. And I was like, okay, I'm still experiencing this pain. Now my hip feels even weirder. And so I don't want to, I don't want to keep doing this to myself. And then, you know, with no races or taking races out of the picture and being like, Jacqueline, you're running for your body. You're not running for the race. You're running for yourself. You're not running for the race. (laughs) Don't mess up your body. This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be a hobby. This is, yes, there are challenging parts for sure, but this is not meant to be something to mess up your body, right? So that was kind of the, the thought process I had around why I was not running. Um, and so I, when I went in, she was surprised and she's like, here, you know, we're going to work on these stretches, um, that you hadn't been doing work on these things. She said that she could tell my body was stronger. My glutes are stronger. Um, so that was affirming like, yes, I've been lifting and stretching and, you know, doing the strengthening exercises. It's affirming to like, yes, I know my body is stronger than someone else to tell you. We love that external validation, don't we? So she knew my body was stronger and she was like, let's uh, let's get you back to running. We'll also do some x-rays. So got the x-rays done on Thursday. Um, everything's kind of backed up. So we'll see what happens today. I should hear a little bit more. Um, but she wasn't concerned and she was kind of like, well, let's get back to running. So it was interesting. I was like, I don't know if I should be running. And she's like, jump right back in. So what I'm doing right now, I'm going to test it out. I'm still a little uneasy about it because I know that things aren't 100% better, but the return to running program that she gave me is really simple. It's like way less than what people want to run. Um, And so basically I am walking for four and a half minutes and then I'll run for 30 seconds and then repeat, walk for four and a half minutes, run for 30 seconds. So repeat that six times. Um, So I am doing that. You know what's so great though is because I have been keeping up with this like structured approach to how I'm doing fitness. If you're a teacher or you're a parent and you have a kid that's in elementary school, um, just well, minus coronavirus school, but like when they were in regular school um, and they went to centers, so I taught kindergarten, centers were like 15 or 20 minutes. Um, Kids would go to different things and they would work on that activity. 
and then you would switch and go to something else. So that's kind of how I approach. I mean, when I work with my one-on-one clients, we do uh, 15 minutes of movement and then we do 15 minutes of reading and then we chat for about 15 minutes. So kind of that same idea. That's what I've been doing for myself. 15 minutes of physical therapy, 15 minutes of lifting. Um, I do 15 minutes of a read and ride where I get on our stationary bike and I read and ride the bike for 15 minutes, but kind of just using this 15 minute principle. Um, So this will fit in nicely, just like, okay, just it's a little bit longer doing this, um, this run walk but it's simple like that. So it's nothing over the top, um, just really simple. So if you are struggling to make running a habit, you wanna start out smaller, start out less than you think you should be doing. And you wanna, you do want it to be like a structured approach so that you actually can make it a habit. And it's not just this thing that um, you go all out with and that way you don't F up your body like I did. So I'm gonna give this shot, I'll check back in with you after the run and let you know how it goes. All right, I just finished my four and a half minute walk plus 30 seconds of running. Felt really good. Um, Well, (laughs) it felt really good to be running again and be in the neighborhood and be outside more. Um, When my mom headed back to work a couple of weeks ago, we kind of stopped doing our morning walks and so I feel like I've been moving the same amount but it's been inside so it felt really good it was this realization that like oh I don't go outside very much besides to take Jameson out for a walk in the morning so it felt really good um side note when I was a teacher um and I would be driving to school and I would see people out running at like I don't know 6 30 or 7 in the morning and I'd be like on my way to school um, I was just like, what job do they have that they can be outside running? And how do I get that job? Um, and so it was this reminder. It was like a good reminder of like, oh, yeah, like you wanted this life where you can go outside and run before you start your work day. So it felt really good to do that because it's been a while. Um, but anyways, back to the run. It felt okay. It felt okay. Um, I mean, it kind of felt the same as it has. I kind of just stop to stretch my hip every few minutes, but um, no excruciating pain. I just don't know. Like, it's like, okay, like, I, I can't even use the word pain. It's discomfort when they're like, oh, you know, what number are you on the pain scale? I'm like, I don't know. It's just like discomfort. Like, I feel like this isn't how it should feel. My left side feels normal. I don't have anything there my right side there's always some sort of tension or pressure or like something needs to be released or like I need to stop and just like stretch something for a second and then it's good for a few minutes so it's not pain I don't know we'll see but I got that first one done um yeah that feels satisfying to do all right I am headed out for run number two uh, today we're doing one, uh, no, no, four minutes of walking followed by, ooh, that's a loud car, <laughs> followed by one minute of running. Um, I don't know, I'm still kind of apprehensive about everything, so I'm just like, uh, 
cool. So I took this break from running uh, so my body could get better. And my body's gotten a little bit better, but it hasn't gotten a lot of bit better. So it just, it still feels weird to me that I'm out running. Like it, to me, it doesn't feel like I should be. I'm like, well, but things haven't gotten better. It hasn't gotten better. So why am I going back? I don't know. I'm really kind of confused about it. But maybe I, you know, maybe it's just, just do a little bit of running instead of a lot of bit of running. Maybe sticking with the short, shorter distances rather than um, trying to do 10, 15, 26 miles. Just like, I don't know, I probably don't even get to... A mile or maybe it's just about a mile um, with what I'm doing right now yeah it's probably a little over a mile 30 minutes of walking running yeah I don't know I'm really confused about this but I'm just like this still hurts there's still this discomfort um, I will say though there wasn't so after my first run there wasn't additional pain so that's good because I know a few months ago when I tried this out, I did have additional pain in my hip. Um, so I guess that's good news. <laughs> Things still feel the same. I, one thing I added or I switched up um, was adding another band. So I have like one tight band and then like kind of a looser band and I folded that in half. And so I'm trying my monster walks and my sidesteps and my um, hip abduction, adduction, um, and clams with two bands. So like one around my ankles and then one um, just above my knee. And so there's a lot more resistance with that. So that's nice. It feels good. Like you're like, whew, that glute is working. So that feels really good. Um, feels good when you're like, okay, my body is doing the thing that feels really good um, and affirming that like okay you know you're not broken things are things are coming along it's just it's slower than what you want um, I saw this thing I have a draft in my email I'm not sure if it was the beginning of a blog post or something but I wrote out everything I wanted became true everything I wanted um, is here in my life except it took a lot longer than I anticipated. And also it doesn't look exactly the same way. And I, maybe I wrote this out when we were going on a road trip. Like our road trip didn't look exactly the way that I had planned it, but it did become true. Or like me creating the career I wanted. Um, it took a little bit longer and it didn't look exactly how I wanted it to, but it became true. So maybe with running, it's gonna take a little bit longer. Um, it's not going to look exactly how I wanted it to be, but it's becoming true. So we've got to stick with that. Uh, this morning I did my, met with my morning crew peeps and did my physical therapy, took the pup for my walk, for our walk. Um, and then was kind of like, okay, go for the run. And then there was that like hesitation, like, I don't really want to go. I don't know why, but I just kind of like, kinda, I feel like it's my... Like being neglectful and just wanting to go into bed, go to bed um, and hibernate is like my natural state. <laughs> that's my, like some people are go-getters and that's cool. I've always wished I could be like that, but 
wanting to hibernate is my natural state. So I know that I have to like do things to get myself out of that mindset. Um, I wrote about this the other day, but like one of the best ways to help your (laughs) depression inducing thoughts is to have a schedule set up that you're like, cool, I'm going to do this. There's no thinking about it. I'm going to go do this thing. Um, so this morning I was like, cool, I'm going to go do this. There's a little hesitation. So then I kind of retreated back to my four square, four square journaling method that I, um, crafted from atomic habits. And it's like, how can I make this attractive? If I'm planning on doing this thing and I'm kind of struggling, I'm kind of dreading it. How can I make this attractive? So there's two things that I'm doing. Well, three, really one, (laughs) I'm recording this podcast right now as I'm uh, doing my four minute walk, which is turning into a little bit longer than four minutes. That's okay. Um, so that was one way that I could make this attractive. Another way I'm making this attractive is I downloaded some new podcasts. I'm a big NPR person. I know some people are like, no, you shouldn't be listening to anything. You should just, you know, be one with nature and not have anything in your ear. And I know for me, I love when, I love when I'm like that. That's great. It's usually when I feel my best. But also I know that sometimes I need something else to turn off my thoughts for a little bit and not fall down a rabbit hole. And so um, having a podcast ready or some music ready, something that I'm really looking forward to listening to something I'm looking forward to consuming that helps me go do the thing. The other thing I thought about, like, how else can I make this attractive? Um, and I know that, I don't know if you can relate, we're all at home and we're not doing anything. We're not going out and there's not a ton of excitement. Um, and so I was like, you know, I could stop at the store on my run. Um, there's like a little corner store that I like going to. And so I actually filled a little Ziploc bag with coins because there's that coin shortage. So I am going to go to the store and buy some gum. It's really, really fun life we have here. But that kind of like salt, you know, giving coins, solving a problem there, getting something attractive. Um, do I need to buy something every time I go out for a run? No, but this is just something that I'm going to do today to help make this run, this outing, this leaving the home a little bit more um, exciting, a little bit more attractive, something to look forward to. And yeah, we'll get started. All right. I'll check in at the end of this run and let you know how it's going. Let you know how my hip is. Take care. And I am back, finishing up my four minutes of walking, one minute of running. So the good news is my knee doesn't hurt. <laughs> That's always the good news. Hip is still just like, I like, I just have to stop and stretch it constantly. And it's frustrating because it's the same shit I've been dealing with. And I oh, don't understand. Um, it's also like, there's no, it's not pain. <laughs> It's not pain, it's discomfort. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Kind of frustrated, not really sure that this is what I should be doing because I don't think that it's helping it get better. Um, I don't know. The doctor says it's, I don't know, it's not making it worse. 
I really don't know. I might need to check in with some other people and see their thoughts or what else I could be doing to help my body feel better. Um, yeah. But the run itself felt good. It just felt so good to be in the neighborhood. Um, we don't live in like the most exciting area of Chicago. We're kind of on the edge of the city. You go a few blocks and it's the suburbs. Um, there's not a ton to see. Um, little grocery stores and little taco shops. Um, lots of homes. Uh, yeah, it's not really the most exciting area but it just feels good to be out of my neighborhood to see humans that are not just 2d humans i love my students and i love my clients my students in china and my clients literally all over the world um in the u.s canada um england all over the world um that's fun and i love them but it's good to see humans also even if I'm not talking, interacting with them, it's good to remember that we're not just these flat people on a Zoom screen. Um, got my gum. That was really exciting. So actually, I want to tie this up, today's episode up with, um, I'm going to post a link to a blog I wrote about my four-square journaling method. This will be really, really helpful if you are struggling to start a habit or you are struggling to continue on with a habit. Um, I'll tell you that one of the things that I made a mistake about, um, the mistake I made for years was saying something like, well, I know I'm gonna work out today. I'll work out at some point. I don't know. I don't know when I'll work out, but it'll happen today. And then, um, cause I didn't really have like a set time. I thought that, you know, that was like allowing myself freedom and not being so like strict but what would happen was if I didn't get it done in the morning, um, there was just like a lot of anxiety about it. And then it stopped being something fun. It was like, oh, like just another chore, something else on my to-do list. Um, if I didn't get it done first thing in the morning, it didn't help my mental health. It actually um, harmed my mental health. It actually increased my anxiety. And then also if I didn't get it done, then I felt shitty about myself. There was that guilt. There was that, you know, you had all, you know, all this time during the day and you still didn't get it done. You're a piece of shit. What's wrong with you? Right? So like that, like talking shit to myself never actually helped me be a better person. Crazy. Um, and not having a set time of when I'm going to do my movement did not help me make it a habit. So a habit is something I think of it as like, like it kind of happens automatically. It happens kind of like around the same time of day. If you think about like you have a habit of brushing your teeth, you know that you do it. Um, like you wake up that precedes you wake uh, brushing your teeth. So you wake up and then you brush your teeth, right? Or you're about to go to sleep, you know, you brush your teeth. So it's kind of in this set time in the day, even if you might not wake up or go to sleep exactly at the same time, um, you know like where in your day, like what's gonna happen before it or what's gonna happen after it. So it does have that set time, it's short, um, it's attractive. You know like, cool, I'm gonna brush my teeth and my teeth are gonna feel clean. I'm gonna get rid of, I'm gonna move away from this gross feeling in my mouth and I'm gonna move closer to a clean feeling, a fresh, you know, fresh breath, 
or just or also being the type of person that takes care of yourself you're gonna move closer to that and away from uh being someone that is you know whatever that is uh permissive or neglectful um let's see so the four square method what you do you start with you want to make your habit obvious you actually do want to set a time in your day that you're going to do the thing i like mornings and remember like this stuff is short it's like 15 20 30 minutes it's short i like mornings just because i know that if i do it in the morning it's going to help my mental health if i try to do it later in the day it's actually going to harm my mental health so i do it first thing in the morning i make it obvious the next thing in the next quadrant, which you're going to write is how are you going to make it attractive? So I kind of shared about this run. I made it attractive by pairing it with um, a podcast. I actually listened to NPR's Invisibilia. They talked about how <laughs> our personalities are not um, stagnant. Our personalities change. Um, we do have the ability to change our thoughts, beliefs, actions, and our personalities in different situations and different periods of our life. Anyway, that's how I made it attractive. I also made it attractive by um, telling myself that I could go to the store and buy some gum. I also made it attractive by keeping it short. I also made it attractive by telling myself like, hey, if you do this thing, it's going to help your mental health. You're going to feel good at the end of it. The emotions I get to feel. I get to feel good, not gross. I get to feel happy. I get to feel satisfied. I get to feel just good about myself. Again, moving away from feeling gross. So two big motivators, moving away from pain, feeling gross and dissatisfied with myself and move closer to feeling satisfied, move closer to feeling good, move closer to feeling accomplished. Um, so those are the emotions that are the kind of the life that I get to create by doing this. The third quadrant, so we have obvious, attractive, easy. How am I making this easy, right? So I don't have to drive an hour and a half to go to a gym for this. It's easy. It's right here. How else am I making it easy? I know exactly what I'm going to do during my workout. I was going to walk for four minutes, run for a minute, walk, run. That's already set out for me. There's no like, um, there's no question in my head like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do on this run? No, it's already set out for me. I already have my plan of action. Um, if you've read my other thing about direction cards, this is kind of the, the planning, like the actual like steps, like what are you doing, the implementation, right? So I made it easy. Um, I made it easy by running in my neighborhood. I, I made it easy for myself. This isn't, uh, I made it easy by a short distance. I wasn't running for 10 miles. So all of those things, you want to make it easy. You don't want to jump from zero to 100. We're just moving from zero to one or A to B, not A to Z. And then the last quadrant. So this is like, I've, I've just finished the, the habits. I've just finished it. Now it's like, how do I make this satisfying? What's the reward I get? And so the, um, the gum is not the reward. The, the smoothie I'm going to go drink after this, that's not the reward. The coffee that I'm about to drink, that's not the reward. The reward that I get is the identity that I move closer to, the emotions that I get to feel, right? So we kind of talked about in step two, um, how to make it attractive. Now I'm like just affirming that. So I'm literally saying to myself, great job. You just did this thing for yourself. I'm so proud of you for taking care of your mental health. I am so proud of you for moving your body. I am so proud of you for getting out of the house and doing something to interrupt your depression-inducing thoughts. I am so proud of you for sticking to your schedule. I am so proud of you 
for listening to your body and you know doing kind things right and so like building that up makes this habit more satisfying and it helps make it um, more likely that I'm going to repeat this in the future if at the end of this run I sat and I moped about my time or I sat and I um, you know said shitty things to myself why the F would I want to do this again? If the only thing I did was put myself down at the end of this, that actually is going to make it more likely I won't want to do this. If you're a teacher or a parent and you have a kid that's like learning how to read. So when a kid does something that was hard, you affirm like, hey, you just sounded out that word. Wow, that's what great readers do. Great readers, great readers sound out words when they um, get to a tricky word. You just did that. That's so awesome, right? So we build them up by the things, you know, naming, affirming the things that they're doing. So that's what we want to do for ourselves. Name and affirm the thing that you just did. This, here's the great thing. I'm working with somebody, one of my clients on this who, um, we're talking about how we uh, seek affirmation from other people. Um, whether that's like a spouse, a boss, a coworker, uh, social media likes, whatever. We're, we're looking for other people to affirm us. But if you actually want to be hell- happy, you need to become that person that affirms yourself. Um, uh, words of affirmation is one of my love languages. But um, it, I actually couldn't even accept words of affirmation from Paul until I, until I started Uh, learning to affirm myself because I would actually just not believe anything that he said. So once I started affirming myself, it actually became um, easier to accept those words of affirmation from him um, and like build up this just wonderful (laughs) ecosystem of feeling good in my body, feeling good about myself. So I'm going to put a link to the four score journaling method in the show notes. You're going to want to get that. That's going to really help you if you are struggling to make running a habit or really anything, anything that you're trying to make a habit during this pandemic or as the school year gets started again, your kids go back to school, whatever. There's going to be some tricky things that are going to be changing in the next month and honestly, the next few months. Um, The only thing that is certain for the next few months, the next year is a lot of uncertainty. Um, We're going to be looking for sources of control areas that we can control and it's going to be hard but starting with something small starting with small habits um, this can help you feel better about your day because I know that your day can feel chaotic or stressful or formless this can help you bring some form to your day some um, constants in your life so yep I am about to go stretch my hip lift a few just 15 minutes I'll see you in the next one. Take care, everyone. Bye.